You're listening to The Classroom Collaborative Podcast with your hosts, Dee Dee Wills Ed Brock And Adam Peterson Here we go We're so glad you're here Let's get started Hey everybody, welcome back to the show My name is Adam Peterson Hi, I am Dee Dee Wills I feel like we need to reintroduce ourselves I know <laughs> Hey, hey um, excuse me sir, my name is Dee Dee Wills <laughs> All you listeners, this is Adam and Dee Dee again <laughs> <laughs> Okay our semi-annual podcast. Well, you've been our semi-annual. That's good. It, it's so hard to find time. Like I, I feel like when we both weren't as busy, yeah. it, it felt kind of weird saying that because I was like, yeah. we have plenty of time to record. Who are we to say we don't have time? Like teachers don't right. have time right now, but you're back in a classroom quite a bit. Yeah, I'm working a new position with an education company, a live studios with some of our friends. It's insane right now trying to find time to, to do this, but we want to try to get episodes out for y'all because we keep hearing from people yeah. that you want more. So it's good to right. see. You. Yes. So I'm so glad to be back. Um, yeah, it's been really busy in a good way. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, our schedules are like two ships passing in the night, like what's good for me and what's good for you right. haven't really lined up, but we're going to make a better, I'm not going to say that. We say that every time. Do we, we say it every time. The next We're one's gonna coming when it's coming, folks. Yeah. Just, you know, it'll, it'll show up in your, your feed somewhere. <laughs> Christmas, it always comes. So we'll just, you know, we'll get another one out before Christmas. There you go. Well, I, I love our, our topic today. Um, I know that you all know Didi is super passionate and very, very driven to learn as much about the science of reading as, as she can. I think you've kind of been at the forefront of that as far as people outside the classroom go. I don't know if that's fair to say. Um, you're, you've been doing a lot of work to help teachers who are still in the classroom kind of understand this and, and follow it and, and get on the right track. So yeah. I, I can't imagine how lucky the teachers feel that you're going to their classrooms all the time too, to, to hang out with them. That's got to be awesome. It's been really fun. Um, to be clear, um, I was slow to get on this boat. Um, I... <laughs> But I, I think big, once, to be fair to everyone, you, once you got on the boat, you were on it to go. Yeah. When I was on the boat, I was like, let me hold the flag and let me steer. Um, no, but once, once I, you know, made the shift, I, I was like that person who started a diet and then wants to tell everybody about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like those people like block that person, block that person. She's going to talk about like, that diet. You CrossFit bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against um, the CrossFitters out there. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it, this, but you know, science reading has, is not brand new. It's been preached by people, um, you know, tirelessly, um, mm-hmm. since the early two thousands. Um, and I'm sure there are people who were like, yeah, finally, finally you did get on the, on the science of reading ship. Um, but I do feel like a, a, a big responsibility to keep talking about it. Um, because there are some people who even, you know, I, I was telling um, those of you who are listening, Adam was telling Adam earlier, I'm doing this webinar series, and I've been asking how many of you are currently using at least some of the science of reading. And there's still a third of classrooms out there who are brand new to it, don't know it, not mm-hmm. using any of it. So um, I do feel like it's a message that I want to continue to kind of talk about, but there's lots of parts to it and it's overwhelming and it's like drinking through a fire hose. Right. And I feel um, myself, um, I, I don't, I, I, I guess a, a little bit overwhelmed with all of the parts that feel new, you know, like mm-hmm. a brand new teacher yep. that feel new, but there's some things that we can do that are just small changes that I think will have a big impact. So that's what we want to talk about today. Right. Well, and I think there's a lot of teachers out there too, that as they hear more about it, like I, you introduced 
it to me. I mean, I'd heard the term, but I never really, and I honestly, I mean, full hearted, honestly have not really studied much about it other than talking to you, but I did notice as you were talking more and more about it over past episodes and you've shared articles with me and I've read through them. Like you said, it's, it's been around a long time and I I would almost bet that 99.9% of teachers are doing some of these things without really thinking about it. Like like you're doing the science of reading without knowing that you're doing the science of reading, right? Because it's it's just natural. That's what we do anyway. Um, It was kind of like when common core came along, like we were already doing those things. It's got big fancy words added to it, right? Or a new way now to try it's more it. Intentional. So, yeah. yeah so more now intentional it's just now. much more intentional. And and you know, we have this bucket of time that yep. every teacher is given, and it's never enough. Mm-hmm. There's never enough time, there's never enough money for resources, period. End of story. Exclamation point. Underline bold. Um, never, never enough. But if we can be more intentional on our instruction, um, it means that we don't have to um we don't have to go back as often to remediate because they're getting it in a a way that is easier for them to get it. Well, that's right. When I read, yeah. When I read this article today, I'm like, yeah, I do these things, but I just don't have this specific spot in a classroom to do. So what we're talking about today is, is sound walls versus word walls. And I don't know if you want to kind of get an introduction to it, Didi. I, I think it's a fantastic article. Um, that you found on where did reading rockets, reading so, rockets, reading which rockets. is a great place to find a lot of, um, you know, academic articles that are written in a way that like you can digest quickly. Do you know right. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the name of the, the author of it. It was written by Marjorie Botteri or Botari B O T T A R I is the author right. of this particular article called transitioning from word walls to sound walls. So what does that look like in a classroom that is trying to follow the science of reading Didi? Right. Or even a classroom who is like, I can't like, I can't mentally do that right now. I mean, it depends mm-hmm. on when you are. I mean, okay. So we're, we're recording this in February, 2022. Is it February? Uh, Good going. <laughs> I know February, 2022. So um, if you're listening to this podcast and it's a year from now, you know, time zone, um, you know, you may have forgotten how horrible this moment in time is for teachers, but um, you know, right now there's a shortage of subs, people, teachers are working, you know, double time, triple time, um, trying to stay healthy, trying to keep their classroom, you know, there's a lot on Mm -hmm. the plate. Um, But this is something that you could do you know, you could probably put it together um, in your classroom in 30 minutes, right. probably take down your word wall um, and put up a sound wall. And so, you know, it could be an after school thing. Listen to this podcast while you're doing it. I don't there know. There you go. I like that. Um, or, you know, put on whatever music so, that makes your heart happy. Before we dive in, I want to, I want to, I want to stop you there and ask. So if this was your, let's say you're in a classroom full time again. Yeah. Are you saying you would completely replace your like true sight word wall? Yeah. With a sound wall, or would you yeah. add an addition of a sound wall? Um, I think I would take it down would altogether. Okay. So um, all of your high frequency words would then become part of your sound wall. Sound wall. So really, right. if you think about this, folks, folks, how old am I? If you think about this, folks, <laughs> it's really Sunny. just rebrand, kind of like think about it rebranding or redecorating a yes. space of your classroom with intent. Yes. You know. I, when I first started teaching, I used to change out bulletin boards all the time. Right. Like, and then I got to the point in my career where I was like, no way my room's going to stay decorated and we'll put student work up. But 
I had that, I had that space that was every year it became a word wall, right? Like I knew that yeah. that's where that was going to go. But one thing that I did do, and maybe this would help some of you teachers that are not wanting to make this, comp- maybe you're not ready. Like you're like, but I love my word wall or my kids need it. Or they focus on it. Our good friend, Kim Adsit has an amazing um, pack called, it's called packet, learn it on TPT packet, learn it. And in that pack, she has what she gives each of her students called a traveling word wall. And yeah. I'll be hundred percent honest with you that once I started using that in my classroom, rarely did I see my kids heading to the true word wall, right? right? Because right. they had everything they needed right there with them. So right. I think that would be an easy transition step into doing what Didi's about to talk about. Right. With this. I love that suggestion. And maybe what you would also want to do is have a traveling word wall um, because I always had those as well in their writer's folder. Right. Um, but then also maybe on the back, you could put the traveling sound wall. Sort of so sounds, here's yeah. the difference folks between a word wall. If you're not familiar with what they are. Yeah. We should probably um, get to that. Cause there's someone yeah. going, just get to the point guys. Come yeah, on. I got five on, minutes before down. I head into school. <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't make me Google this. Um, <laughs> so like a word wall is, is very traditional, you know, it's in alphabetical order. Um, and so if you have the word am, you put it under a and like goes under L and what goes under W. So mm-hmm. all of those letters go in out. It's like a, like a little dictionary page for you. Right? That's the easiest way to put it. It is. It's a true, it's a wall it's dictionary, a dictionary yeah. spelling page for them. Um, and so, but where the problem comes in is in the article gives you great examples is the word she if a student says she and they're looking on the word wall and they don't see you know they're looking under s right that fails them Mm -hmm. however you could have a word wall that has the diagraphs there as well right so you could have your diagraphs which would serve you Mm -hmm. um in that but they would have to know that their mouth is making that that shape right. and then that's where they would go to look but then we run into the confusion of words that end in a digraph like watch is going to go under w but it's going to end with the ch now we need to find ch up by right. the c you know so yeah, right. it, it makes total sense all right sorry and then I like just... words like new and mm-hmm. you know can um k-n-e-w some of those words um or who also wh that just you know defies all the reasoning right right that doesn't go under w it would be under h but it's not there so how mm-hmm. do i know and now so all of a sudden they're using the word how instead of who and anyhow all right so, so teachers that are now freaking out and saying i don't want to take down my word we're not saying throw everything away keep the cards you have keep oh, the word cards you have yeah keep That's the cards step one just- take take the alphabetizing down Yes. And then listen to the next step that de- and, and change the heading. It's not going to say our word wall anymore. It's going to say our sound wall or it'll be our sound. Gonna- yeah. So then you, you marker, take all those cards. You'll be okay. Scratch it out. <laughs> Scratch it out. Just write it on there. It doesn't have to be a cute font. Just write it. You're going to be okay. Um, what I would do if I would, if, if it was, this was February and I'm listening to this and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to make the switch. I would take all the cards down. I would save them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not throw them away. Right. They're beautiful. Um, and then I would put my sound wall up like the skeleton of my sound wall. And there is probably no way for me to describe what that's going to look like, but there's a great picture here in that article. article. Um, But basically instead of putting um, the words 
in, you would put the words, the sounds in order by what's happening with your mouth, Mm -hmm. right? So all of the ones that are, um, and she has a great way to kind of describe it. Let me grab it in front of me so that I am looking at it. So it all goes by the manners of articulation. So stop or what we call plosive sounds, puff of air, blockage in some part of the mouth. Can I'm, I'm reading this from the article, cannot continue to stretch the sounds like B's K's. Any word that has something to do with B K would be part of a, am I in the right spot on this? Uh Uh-huh. A stop. Yeah. So it's a puff of air that comes out of your mouth. So you would put P, um, you probably put P K right. right, B together. Um, and what I'll do in the show notes is I'll, I'll list these, um, sounds for people so they can go and find it. Um, there's fricatives. Those are the F and the V's. That sounds like a swear word. <laughs> sounds like a really fricatives. bad word. Don't make me get all fricative on you. Um, there's nasal sounds, which are the M's and the N's, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's more in here. So, um, but basically you would, you would organize the sounds by what's happening with the mouth. Right. And then they have pictures that will show you the, um, the ah sound or the O sound. And then you start to arrange the sounds in that way. Um, Which I, I love your idea of starting right now, Didi too, because most of your students, I'm, I'm thinking back to when I was in the Canarian classroom, most of my students at this point of the year are, are reading at a pretty decent level of the words, the high frequency words that are on the right. wall. Right. Like they're, they've, they've got a good grasp. They know once we put it on the wall, it is there. The benefit of starting your sound wall right now would be your kids can all help you start to resort all those exactly. words, right? Like exactly. starting next year, yes, they're going to have a good ownership piece of it because you're going to be putting them on the wall in that order. But now think about you got, let's say 30 words on your word wall. What yeah. a great lesson on sounds, right? right? To right. take all that down and now as a class, start putting it back up with your students. And, right. and I'm a big, you know me, I preach on that all the time. Like I don't save anchor charts. I don't leave bulletin boards up. We remake everything every single year because the kids right. need to see that ownership and have part of it right. to make, to have meaning. Right. So I think now is a great time to make that switch because right. you have all the time of the world teachers. Let's be honest. <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, so you got nothing but time, but I mean, the, your time investment is going to be, you know, you're on your own time investment, I think is going to be setting the skeleton up, right. you know, and that is going to take a bit of time. You know, you're going to have to print some things out and you're going to have to think about how you want to have it organized. But I think the doing with the students would be so powerful. It would. Uh, and it, it wouldn't really take you. Powerful. I mean, it'd be a lesson in itself, right? So right. in your ELA block, now you're doing a, a sound, you know, a word sound, a letter right. sound. And now they know how to do it. In fact, you know what? I might even um, try to do that with the classroom I'm working with because she has a sound wall. No, mm-hmm. she has a word wall. Um, it's not going to be able to be for a couple of weeks, but I'm feeling a blog post coming on. By the like time that. we actually publish this episode, yeah, you're going to be like, did that months ago? <laughs> it'll be like May, anyhow. But um, <laughs> but um, I, I do feel like that would be something that would be, mm, yeah, I'm kind of pumped about that idea. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, All and right. here, here, let me let me be honest with you. When 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 you first sent me this, so here was my first thought. I'm like, uh-huh. but wait, Didi and I have put together this amazing, I think it's amazing, that that interactive word wall pack. Yeah. And I first thought exactly like many of you are thinking, like, I've got this beautiful word wall, or I bought this from right. this TPT creator, or you bought right. ours, interactive word wall by Didi Wills and Adam Peterson. You're not getting rid of that, <laughs> right? You're not getting rid of sorry, that was a total shameless self-promotion there. 
you're not getting rid of those word wall yeah. cards. And honestly, right. the thing I love about you and I, when we did that pack together is we really focused on the sounds the words make with the picture yeah. clues that we put up. We tried to get the kids to see the sounds in the words right. rather than just the letters in the words. So right. I, I really want y'all to think that this is not telling you to redo completely re structure yeah. the way you're te- your 52 te- or your, yeah. if you have a hundred sight, a hundred sight like, words, right? Yeah. You're like um, a hard no. It's hard really no. just how you're remapping it on your yeah. wall. And I love that you use the term skeleton. That's, it's a great way to think about it. Cause it is, it's kind of piecing together uh, almost like a root system, right. Of a tree. Right. Like they're going to branch out on your, your word wall. I was, as I was reading this too, one thing that stuck out to me that definitely, definitely gives this um, some value or accreditation is that this, this was originally published by Hegarty phonics or Hegarty right. phonemic awareness on their blog. So I used Hegarty for years in my classroom, saw so much growth with it. So there's some, I mean, there's some science, no pun intended. There's some science behind this. There's some research behind it for sure. We're not making this up, folks. This is like real stuff. Don't you wish we had though? Because gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, but we could talk about UFOs because those are real too. Those are. And they're they're starting to release more data on that. I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. For, so I remember I'm waiting for like Mark to officially retire so that we can talk about it. But then he's going to give me the same excuse that Kim's husband, Andy, did when he retired from the, the Air Force. I was like, so does this mean you can tell me everything now? And he goes, I can't tell you anything for the rest of my life. I'm sworn to secrecy. I'm like, that means there is something. <laughs> That's the whole part about secrecy. It's a secret. There's something there. <laughs> so, yeah, I would love to see a blog post or even I mean, if you're getting a. I don't know what the word is. Ambitious. Uh, Even just a little video of you guys doing this in her classroom. Yeah. I have been videotaping, but here's what's happening when I videotape and I go back and look at it. I'm like, Ooh, girl, girl, (laughs) you put some weight on. That's what I'm seeing. Ooh, girl. (laughs) So um, I don't know if I'll ever show those. A nice set up your phone on a, on a tripod and just do a time-lapse video of you taking down her word wall and then putting up the sound wall. So teachers can see, Start okay. to finish. I think that, that's a great I, idea. I'm I not really telling you how producer, to do it, Adam Peterson. But I think that would be powerful for a teacher to see because we yeah. can preach all day. Look at these pictures, right? But right. I think it's some. I know I would have to see it. I'm a very visual learner. I would. Right. I would need to see how this is putting up the pictures. Tell the story, but I, I think it's a fantastic idea. I want to okay. go into Trisha's classroom and do this with her. I just, that, I just opened and shut my trash can and it made a big cheating sound. You like fell because I just saw your head go down, heard a noise and you popped right. You're like one of those, those clowns that get knocked down and pop right We'll edit up. that out. We'll edit that out. Anyhow, <laughs> guys, great. that's what we wanted to talk about today. Um, just think about, you know, it's a small shift, mm-hmm. but I think it would yield really great results. Yeah. Word walls to sound walls. Reading yeah. rockets. Check the link in the show notes. Um, yeah. Marjorie Botari, Botari, thank you. Awesome article. And a good, good find, Didi. I like this. Yay. All right. We'll One talk team. to you guys soon. We promise. Right. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the Classroom Collaborative Podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you are finding them. And share and rate it so others can find it as well. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.